wanted to be respectful of my parents' belongings, honor their lives, be a good steward of their assets, and preserve their past and mine. At the same time, I didn't want to be weighed down by more stuff, even if that stuff meant something. And it almost all did. I had a house full of things, too. Although I knew that most older parents, including mine, want to gift their children with the assets of their productive lives and bequeath them the roots of their history, they don't want their households to be albatrosses. But the line between bestow and burden is blurry. I looked for help and found little published about what to do with the avalanche that the greatest generation is leaving to those in its wake. The books I could find were written by estate sale professionals, who approached a house full of memories and stuff as a business problem, with the solution being to hire an expert. That seemed to be missing the heart of the matter. Many books also deal with clutter, but calling your parents' belongings clutter seems demeaning. We're dealing with a vast amount of memory-laden, historical, occasionally valuable, often irreplaceable acquisitions. In short, we're talking about the museum of your family's life. Faced with this, I did what I do. As a journalist and nationally syndicated columnist who has written a column on home life and home design for a dozen years, I called on my own pool of experts, antiques appraisers, organizing gurus, family psychologists, art experts, and garage sale aficionados, and grilled them. I applied the pieces of their advice that made sense to me along with my own instincts and wrote about it all as I went through the process. In my weekly column, I chronicled this rite of passage, the learning and loving and letting go. Never in my nearly thirty years of writing for media had one topic struck such a chord. I received hundreds of emails from readers asking me to please put my columns in a book. Some shared their stories. Others asked my advice. One reader told me she'd kept all the columns and put them in her safe deposit box for her kids to read. I was humbled, of course. And then I did what I do when I am trying to find answers. I wrote a book. It goes like this. Almost every adult child someday will face a parent's mortality, and by extension, the contents of that parent's household. It's almost inescapable. Although some adult children tackle the task of dismantling a parent's home after the parent's death, others face it when a parent downsizes into a home that is smaller and easier to manage or enters assisted living. Some adult children and their parents work together during this transition, discussing family lore and heritage as they sort. This is ideal, but rare. Some older adults, also a minority, anticipate the job their kids will face and get a jump on clearing out their homes as a gift to their children. The majority cling to their belongings partly out of avoidance, partly out of emotional and physical inertia, and with the false belief that they can hand them down to the next generation, which doesn't really want them. All this is happening against the backdrop of the greatest age of consumerism in U.S. history— after generations of relative scarcity and thrift, from the 1950s onward, this nation has experienced booming consumerism. A ready, steady supply of inexpensive household goods has filled homes, 
closets and cupboards, garages and sheds, attics and basements, to bursting. Our consumerism has inspired a whole industry. We now have professionals trained to help people bust their clutter and get organized. It has even spawned a national association of professional organizers. We have books and TV shows devoted to the problem of having and holding on to too much stuff. Families used to have one radio, but they now have five televisions, one the size of a billboard. The single-family photo album is now box upon box of photos that no family can keep up with. Everyday goods that once were hard to come by, clothing, linens, dishes, tools, are now easy to get but still for many hard to let go of. Add to prolific consumerism the facts that Americans are on average living longer and that the longer we live, the more we tend to have, and that older adults with very full...